Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the 29th Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, Misty and I are going to touch upon a topic that I'm sure will resonate with you auditory viewers at one point or another (laughs) in your beautiful (laughs) lifetime. It's making friends as an adult. It's a weird place to be in. I'll just say that. It really is, especially when you reach that point of I'm not a college student. I don't go out. You know, I'm not the party person. Where the yeah. fuck am I supposed to meet people? Facebook? Facebook doesn't exist anymore. Like, how do right. I do this? Oh, my goodness. And yeah, like you said, there's a time and place for everything. But what about when those times end? Oof. And then Ooh. you have a bedtime and you can't drink no more for various reasons because, oh, it makes you bloated, makes you gassy. Or oh you get that God. food allergy thing. Or, That's like- you know, on a full moon... Once a month, you can't really be a- among people. <laughs> There's lots of things to think about. You know, we've all got something going on. Oh my god, you're you're right, and that's actually a really interesting topic that I feel like has come out come up a lot with our age group of mm-hmm. when you don't drink, where do you meet oh, people? Mm-hmm. Because yep. you know there are people that. Either like they're either overcoming an alcoholic problem or it's yeah. not even necessarily that. It's just they don't enjoy how they feel on alcohol or maybe it makes them sick. They have an intolerance to it. Or meds. Or medication that makes it, you know, worse or it counteracts. So like mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s and you're American, like where, how the fuck are you supposed to meet friends if you don't drink, you know? <laughs> yeah, where like the... Early 20s are just, like, fully acceptable being a garbage person, (laughs) you know? And then by your late 20s, early 30s, like, you have to get it together because your mom and dad said so. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't pickle your liver first. Right. And it's, it's, I feel we're a part of a generation where, you know, as an adult, we now have the ability to do the things we wanted to do that we might not have been able to as kids. Yes. Because, like, we didn't really have the internet as kids. We didn't have high-speed connection. We didn't have the graphics that we do now. And so a lot of the people my age that I know play video games or we watch anime like we've talked about or what have you. And there's this weird gatekeeping from children. It's like, it's not for you, bitch. My generation coded this shit. Fuck off. I know. Oh, my God. And someone's go and sit on that child. (laughs) Tell them what time it is. <laughs> Tell them what time it is. Take out our pocket watch. Right. Take out my pocket watch and like lasso, you know, fully. Because, I mean, it, God, did you notice that no matter like when we were growing up, people were like, ew, anime and, you know, gaming is for nerds. And now you have small children fully trying to come at adults for the same reason. Listen, if the only person who can hurt my feelings is me. And if you didn't grow up in an early 2000s Halo voice chat room, (laughs) you have no power here. No, sit down, please. (laughs) But it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird age trying to make friends in in these different circles and different circumstances. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, your late 20s, I just feel like is a really weird time because you're still 20s. Yes, just but barely. like, are you? <laughs> right, right. Like, you're 20 going on 70 for various reasons. Like, we've mentioned <laughs> the, the body popping and not the one that you do for fun at a club. Yeah, no, we're not talking pop, lock, and drop it. It's I get out of bed and something pops and I'm like, ooh, do I need to call someone for that? I cough too hard. Something pops. I definitely <laughs> need to call someone for that. Yeah, uh, no. And it's... You know, a lot of people, I feel like, say their coworkers are their friends. And to an extent, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's still work. And so if you're not friends outside of work, too, they're still just your coworkers. Like, it's totally cool to be chill with your coworkers. Yeah. But it's still a working environment. And a lot of working environments will drop you like a fucking hot potato. 
Yeah, completely. For no reason. And so it's it's difficult then to leave a workplace and keep a friend, especially if it didn't end well, you know? Not even with that friend, but just with the work. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And it's even like, let's say, friends who live uh, certainly in a different state or, um, gosh, like you can be even in the same state, but mm. your that proximity is no longer there. And... Gosh, like 10 miles, 20 miles, and you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and especially when you're from a big state in the Midwest, kind of like how we are. I mean, I wouldn't yes. call them the largest states by a long shot. I think there are some other people that have that. But yeah, it's yeah. still, like my best friend, I lived in the same state as me just this last time before we moved here. But mm-hmm. it was a three-hour drive to get to her. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's like a weekend that. trip. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's just, it's... It's really funny also, I wanna I, I wonder how Europeans feel because it's not a three hour trip to get from one side of like one side of the country to another can be a three hour trip. And it's like yeah. no, that's that's like a forty eight hour trip for us if we took it by car. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I I think that's an excellent point. And it's you know, how do you maintain that contact? Do you schedule more video calls, phone calls? Do you just text every day? Do you do like what you and I do? Um, <laughs> start a podcast the- to keep up with yeah, each start- other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the way that all friendships are built and maintained nowadays. Yeah. It's whatever. But yeah, certainly there's so many more factors when you're older. And I feel when you're younger and even into well into your early and even mid 20s there's this weird kind of uh dare i say standards for what constitutes as a friend like you meet someone once at a party mm. you're like oh that's my friend when you're telling your actual real friends later about whatever happened there yeah. or you know you friend them immediately uh, and now with things like Instagram, I mean, certainly Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, it's uh, even like how like those uh, sites like Omegle or Chat Roulette, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, are those people really your friends? Do you want them to be your friends? Like, ask yourself. Wait, do people really think they meet someone on Omegle and think they're friends? Because like, I I'm was sure. around when Omegle got started. The mm-hmm. amount of penises I saw at that young, vulnerable age was oh my not, God. it should not have happened. Don't so get like, me started. Like, you're dipping and dodging these things. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fighting for your life. Like, I've seen some weird stuff. And, the, I mean, that's certainly one of those, but. Yeah, no, I remember I vivid memory of me and my best, one of my best friends from high school sitting on her, her couch at her parents' house on Omegle. And we started, like, going through, going through it, and all of a sudden it was just penis. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> totally, totally. You guys think <laughs> like not, not so bad. subtle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all, all of it and any of it. But, God, I remember being on Omegle, and uh, one time we were serenading someone in, like, Bulgaria or whatever, and they were very much into it. Nice. Or, no, we demanded that they serenade us, and they did. Oh, okay. And it was not great, but they did it. And we very much enjoyed it. Or another time, uh, a gentleman thought a friend of mine was a girl, even though, and I understand that people can have facial hair for various, like, genetic or chromosomal things, Uh right, going on. Uh, Hormonal things, that's what I meant. And, um, you know, so guy, fully with a beard, looking like a guy, and he's like, that's a beautiful girl. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's like the, there's a video going around of two guys that are clear, like they're catfishing and they're in their gamer, like do-ups yeah, with yeah. their wigs and their makeup Ooh. and they click onto each other and they both pause for a brief second, just looking. And then the one goes, why are you so fucking ugly, bro? And they both just lose it. <laughs> I, I hope they became best friends after that. I hope so too. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that's the one time. I think that on one of those kind of sites that if you met your friend for life, that would be the situation. Right. Like, that's the story. That's the story where you go, okay, no, I can see that happening. But that's not that's not the story that happens on Omegle. Like, 98% yeah, not of I the put time. on some makeup and threw on a hat and, you know, <laughs> went looking for my best friend. <laughs> so, okay. So, to, to stay on the topic at hand. Yes. Where... 
to late 20 year olds, maybe even early 30 year olds, because I feel like that's still kind of part of our group here. Yeah. Where do we meet friends? Also, for people who don't have children, because I feel like a lot of people would immediately go, well, just go to the park and hang out with the other moms and dads. If I did that, I'd get the cops called on me. Right. Not allowed within 500 feet of a school. (laughs) Right? It's like the joke of someone saying, oh, which one's yours? It's like, "Mm, I'm still deciding. Yeah, fully. There's like a dog running about like that one, the best one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to watch the birds. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. Some some things will get you in trouble and sometimes legally. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, for myself, I can only say this, uh, game nights, if you do trivia nights, but those often take place at a bar, unfortunately. So like, you you, you know, you either can or can't drink, but most people are getting loaded and it's an excuse (laughs) to get loaded on in the middle of the week, you know? Right. Um, so I, that was a very short term thing. Um, another thing uh, recently for me has been fitness classes. So I've actually made a few friends there and they're really awesome folks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, all walks of life, honestly. Yeah. So probably that, that's been the biggest thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. I can't really tell you <laughs> unless you go to like parties and then you meet a friend of a friend. But like, let's be honest, are they really your friend? <laughs> Or just the friend of a friend. It's just an acquaintance. No, I I agree with you on a lot of that, where my husband and I actually just went to a gym today and signed up for a membership. Nice. Uh, It's a local gym, which is what I go for. I don't don't really like going to, you know, like clubs, so Planet Fitness, or Genesis Health. Like, nothing wrong with them. Like, I'm I'm glad they exist. It just doesn't feel comfortable for me to go to them. Sure, sure. I like local, I like locally owned, I like grassroots kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But again, if you go to one of those, no shade. Do you? I'm glad you're being healthy and taking care of yourself. But when we went there and kind of got a tour, there was a bunch of people that were more our age. Because it's a okay. local gym where mm-hmm. you have to pay a fee to go. So it's not children overrunning the place, you know? Yeah, like if you were to go to the YMCA, let's say. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so it's it's definitely more fine-tuned for adults who are actually wanting to get in shape and work out and lift weights, which is what we want to do. Yeah. But also this last weekend, so just yesterday, I went to a Pride event. Nice. Happy and Pride, everyone. Happy Pride, everybody. I know it's been, it's Pride Month, and I don't think we've had an episode about it, but please know that we love you and you are seen and valid and heard and loved here. Sending you the emoji uh, with a kiss and a heart. (laughs) Yes, kissy face and hearts. Uh, But I actually, I feel like it did make a couple of people, like a couple of friends make a couple of people. It did not make people a pride. (laughs) I am God. (laughs) I made friends. Uh, And it's still weird, though, because we like swapped Instagrams. And so we follow each other and... They're, they're friends or at least acquaintances with my cousin who lives in the area that they're in. So yeah. I at least have a, a reason, I guess, to go there again. Yeah. But no, they seemed really cool. And I feel like we really connected. But at an event of thousands of people, yeah, I got two. And I still feel pretty good about those two. But <laughs> yeah, especially when you're an introvert, you're like, great success. But yes. <laughs> I will say, how many times have you seen people that you went to school with or you formerly worked with or um, even met for the first time and you're like, we should hang out or they say the same thing. And then the mutual understanding is we never will. And that's okay. I, I've had so many family members be like, let's get lunch. And it's like, cool. It's always lunch. All right. Let's get lunch or dinner or what have you. It's like, okay, tell me a date and a time. And then yeah. you never hear from them again. And I know a lot of people will probably come for you and go, well, it's a two-way street. I sure. didn't necessarily want to go in the first place a lot of times. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> Not for the family member, just the fact that I would have to leave my house in the just general. Yeah, yeah. You mean I have to get dressed? 
I have to go put on a face so I can talk to people for a few My hours? lady face? I, no, I'm a goblin. Let me be a fucking goblin. <laughs> a goblin with makeup fully looking like that one female gremlin from Gremlins. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Serving glamour. She is beauty. She is grace. She is Miss United States. And a goblin. I am the person where I do not put my best foot forward when it comes to, like, friendships or whatever. If you Yeah, you put your best hoof forward. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> spit polish that. But no, if I <laughs> do not feel comfortable within meeting you, like, within at least five minutes of meeting you, if I don't feel like I could show up to your house in my pajamas to watch a movie, yeah, it's probably not gonna work. Yeah, yeah, completely. And I, I think... Some people just aren't apt to trust their gut, but honestly, trust your gut. If you get this weird feeling and your body will tell you, mm-hmm. don't don't force the issue. You know what I get frustrated about in this? It still ties into this being old and trying to make new friends. Yeah. Is I feel like you get told a lot, quit being picky. Whatever. Okay, like, whatever. Excuse have, me. Have standards and have a lot of them. Yes. What do you mean being picky? This is, these are my spoons. Okay. These are my spoons and I'm (laughs) going to choose how to use them. Yes. I'm going to be very picky on who I share my spoons with. And if no one knows what I'm talking about, spoons is being used as a term of how much mental capacity I have and how much I can handle at a time. And so there are spoons days and no spoons days. It's just, that's how it works. And so, yes, I... I'm going to be picky with my time because it's my fucking time. Right, right. And you don't, uh, and you meaning Miss D, but also to anyone listening, you don't owe anyone your time, energy, or effort. Nope. Because let's face it, many people don't deserve it. <laughs> no, they don't. I, it is, mm, it doesn't matter who it is. Uh, if you don't want or can't, like, meet with a person or what have you. Yeah. And if they're not understanding, then that's a them problem. Right, right. And you probably made the right choice anyway by not hanging out with them. Exactly. Oh, can I tell you, like, I'm going to interject just a really brief but perhaps unpopular opinion. If someone says something you don't think is funny, regardless of who they are, don't laugh. And also, if someone says something stupid, call them out on it. And also don't laugh. Oh my god, yes. If someone says something, like if you're at a meet and greet, right, keeping this all in-house, we're doing a great job today, S, I feel like. If you're at a meet <laughs> the, and greet- The night is young, though. <laughs> and someone says something clearly sexist or racist or homophobic, and they go, oh, well, it's just a joke. Mm. You want to know the quickest way to make them backtrack is to just say, I don't get it. Yeah. Oh my god, if you want to see someone short circuit- yeah, I don't get it. Please explain. Yeah, explain it to me. How is that funny? Oh, well, it's No, don't even say that. Just say, I don't get it. Explain it. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, well, it, I feel like sometimes it helps to say, why is it funny? Like, tell me why it's funny. Because then mm. they say, oh, well, it's because, you know, the person in the joke is black or whatever. I'm like, okay, so that's what's supposed to make it funny? So you understand it's racist? Well, no, yeah, I'm not racist. Yeah. Well, you just said a racist joke, though, so you're not funny. Yeah, I don't get, like, the things with jokes, why someone has to be demeaned in the process. Oof. You know. Yourself included, by the way. Don't demean yourself. Oh my god, I I, I can't stand self-deprecating humor, but especially, like, the people that also say, uh, quote-unquote, rape jokes. Ugh. Rape and joke don't go in one phrase together to me. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. There's no such thing. No, to think that that's funny is just sick and cruel. Yeah, and to, like, when people laugh at that, there might be a rapist among that group of people, or perhaps the one reciting the joke, so you're showing that person, oh, I identify with you, that's okay, so do you want to be that person? No. And I also, who I am as a person, I awkward laugh at a lot of things. If I feel uncomfortable, Uh, uh I'll laugh to just, like, diffuse the situation and try and leave, yeah, yeah. But I am actively walking away from the person at the same time. Like, totally. <laughs> the one skill I want to become more proficient in uh-huh. is what is termed the Irish goodbye. 
Oh, I don't classic. know where that term comes from. I wish maybe there might be a better term for that. But it's basically yeah. to just leave without saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's totally fine. I'm a big fan of, you know, just up in peace. <laughs> just, just be like, oh, cool. What's that over there? Bye. <laughs> Distract. Run away. Yeah, totally. Just like throw yourself on the ground and slither out. <laughs> no, it's... I think we've gotten to a point, though, in our age... We talked about this last episode, too, of having a good gut to listen to. Yes. To figure out if a situation's just not for us. So, you know, for any younger listeners, it's okay to still be, you know, learning what that gut is. But really, finding to fine-tuning that this doesn't feel right, or I'm not clicking with these people, even if it's just simple as that, I'm just not clicking with you. That's okay. Like, you don't have to stay and make friends with them. Right, right. So yeah, absolutely echo what you say about trusting your gut, because it isn't always indigestion. So (laughs) and if it is 60% of the time, yeah, just 60% of the time. And if it is, you know what, lucky you. you get to use that as an excuse. Hey, you know, and that I feel like is a good test for if that person will be a good friend or not is, ooh, my stomach's not good. Like, I got to go. And if they go, hey, no worries. I totally understand. You have a great day. Be like, you know what? I might give you my Instagram handle. (laughs) That's how we network now, Instagram handles. (laughs) Yeah. I told you that. That's how I made my other friends. Yeah. 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 As you're running out the door, like, you can reach me at Goblin Queef on Instagram. (laughs) You cannot, though. You cannot. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't even have an Instagram, so, but, you know, I, I think that's a good one. Maybe we should start an Instagram and call it Goblin Queef. No! Why not? More of yes. <laughs> I am <laughs> not Goblin a yes Queef. woman, okay? <laughs> not for that? No. Okay, well, oh my God. we'll pick up the conversation a later time off the air. <laughs> Let's get back on track. So we have both mostly identified with introvert. You've said ambivert, which is still introvert is in your personality, just not as strongly as probably me. (laughs) No, I would probably say like it, it depends on the people and the situation. Yes. But if I had to pick, definitely if I don't got to leave, I won't. Yeah. And if I can be by myself, I will. (laughs) But I was going to say, you know, friendship and, like, connecting with people is still a part of the human experience. And a necessary one. Like, uh, people in general are social creatures. It just depends on what we need following those social interactions. Yes, but so people do need to have community. Like, that's the whole point of being yes. human is is having community and, and being a member of something. So it is important to make friends and it is important to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. So let's maybe think of some like tips or tricks that have worked for us to help us to maybe help our listeners. Oh God. I don't know if I'm in (laughs) any capacity (laughs) an expert, especially like following graduation. I'm like, Oh, there's something else out there. But I will say like, join like a fitness club, whether it's like a gym or a specific skill, like, I have a friend who picked up archery. Ooh. Yeah, which I'm like, that's a very niche thing, but I think it's very dope. Like, how many people do you say, I do archery? See, I think it helps to be niche, because at least then you know that the community really cares about whatever it is that you also really care about. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, Another niche thing that I actually did back in the day, I guess, uh, when as a woman, was boxing. Love and I also it. did fencing. I didn't know that about you. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked it. Um, those were two really cool things. Um, I've always been involved in art. Mm-hmm. So I find like artsy communities and then like friends who aren't necessarily into art, but they have artist friends. So if their friends have like gallery showings or something like that, it's just a way to get together and hang out Mm -hmm. you know even if it's the only time that i see them is when i'm hanging out with like this mutual friend Mm -hmm. but you know you could still be cordial you could still have like a good rapport there yeah i mean i think that's the easiest thing to do when you want to actually push yourself outside of the boundaries and try and make new friends is yeah go to events that 
you already want to go to. Oh my god, yeah. And like, think about it, like tattoo conventions, vintage conventions, like there's so many things you can do. Anime, like cosplay. Right. Or car shows, like specific old car Mm -hmm. shows, or motorcycle shows, or fishing tournaments. Like, go to places that are already going to have other people that are passionate about what you're passionate about. And I'm sure there's still the problem of there are places that are male dominated and female dominated, and it might be difficult for you. But show up anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guarantee that, like, if the people are welcoming to you, it's going to be a good fit no matter what, even if you're the only man, woman, however you identify with in that space. Um, And you will be appreciated because certain spaces need more of that. Exactly. I mean, if... You know, there are, there are not every life choice is, you know, life or death, but there are some situations yeah. of, no, I need to show up so that other people like me see me there and they know that they can show up. Um, <laughs> as an interjection, I will say that's really relevant to what's going on nowadays. Listen, we're talking if, about if friends. <laughs> I it's just putting that out there as a little plant in the seed for the for the elephant in the room I guess S and I are very the mammoth in the room what has happened um the past what was it Friday that they yeah it was Friday morning so like we are very well aware of what has happened and I'm sure that if you have made it this far in our episodes you know exactly where we stand yeah, so, yeah. if you are listening and you think that you might not be welcomed in certain places, if you mean no harm, you will be welcomed and you are needed yeah. and you need to stand up and say something. Right. If you feel like you will be unwelcomed because you are against what they're saying, then you are unwelcome and you can stay the fuck home. Period. Just like all of your representatives can stay the fuck home. Anyhow. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, thanks for uh, indulging me in that. It's okay. But I I think it just was relevant and needed to be put out there. But can I also say, and this is something you had brought up at the very beginning of our discussion. What do you do? Because we're also at an age where people are getting married. They're Mm -hmm. settling down. They're having families of their own. So what do you do when you might be one of the only people or of a small handful in the group who is child-free or, you know, like the person who has pets and that's like their child. This might be a controversial uh, standpoint coming Go for it. For me. I feel like if everyone in the room has children and there is one person who doesn't, it's the children bearing people's responsibility to make them feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... If the one thing that's tying all of you together is your children, first of all, how strong is your relationship? Second of all, if someone knows that and shows up anyways, don't ostracize them for the fact that they don't have kids because you don't know why they don't. Right, right. Or it's like, I don't need to hear any more about how your baby had a poop explosion earlier in the week or just before you left for, you know, this get together, like... I I think it's a great that, you know, parents are, you know, everything that their child does is absolutely phenomenal. And Mm -hmm. that's a great attitude to have. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't want to continuously hear about that. Right. It's one of those things where don't you like a genuine question to parents. And I mean, no offense, but do you ever just get tired of talking about it? Or maybe even hearing other people talking about their child. Right. Like when you go out, when you go out to a social situation and the whole point of that social situation is... To make friends or or relax, you know, have a couple drinks. It's a child-free environment at the time. Sure. Why not take advantage of it? Right, like, right. <laughs> there are There's a time and a place. If you are at the park with other moms and you're all watching your kids together, that makes sense. If you are at yeah. a bar, at a, at a meeting event, you know, to try and meet new people in the area, why the fuck... Are you only talking about your children? If you want to say, yeah, I have a couple kids, they're this old, whatever, great. What are your hobbies, though? You know, right. Linda, or, like, what do you like to do? 
If it's your first outing as a new parent, I also get that some of that like separation anxiety might be there. Like, oh my gosh, it's the first time I'm away from my, you know, new baby. Mm-hmm. That I understand. But then like, as time goes on, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> no, I, I've recently been to an event and it was just, it was a, it was an adult meet and greet event. And I knew most of the people already there, so it was less anxiety-inducing. But I am the only child-free person there. Yeah. And all they did the entire two hours we were together were talk about their children. And it was disheartening, I guess, just for me, because it's like, is there anything else happening in this community that we could talk about? I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I I don't know how it is for you and you, uh, like your personal circle or whoever it may be that sometimes you vent about work, but then if every time y'all get together, it's to vent about Mm. work, you know, just like people talking about their kids or just like one singular topic. Like I already know your feelings on this, either change it or don't. Right. Yeah. And where, where, where do you make the boundary? Where do you say I'm putting my foot down? That's enough of that talk. I think a lot of people in our age group are going through so much shit right now, both socially and economically and politically, Mm -hmm. like all of this fun stuff, all accumulating into yet another once in a lifetime event, right? (laughs) Sure. And I know we're all fucking tired. We are all tired and we're all angry for various reasons. But there also has to be a moment where we step back and go, I can't let this be everything and I can't keep spewing it. Onto everyone around me. Because like I said, we are all tired. All angry. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of why we chose to talk about adult friends this week. Is like to try and liven it up a little and not be so mucked down in the the bad feelings, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's just like an honest truth and we don't mean this to single out anybody. No, no, no. Um... I think it's, it's just something to be aware of, you know, whether you were uh, a violator of that, so to speak. You were the one that, um, <laughs> you know, maybe talked too much uh, about any single topic or not. Or mm-hmm. you have been w- a witness to this or a captive audience in some circles. <laughs> but, you know, j- just think about it w- when you do go out and however that setting looks like. Um And I feel like that's why some things like, let's say, uh, if you have a specific fitness class, like let's say Zumba, Mm -hmm. have a group of friends that really enjoy Zumba. I went with them, loved it. Um, It's a nice time where you don't talk. You're very much in the moment and just uh, letting it rip. It's great. Yeah. And it's, it's even okay if you're, you know, that parent that has lost themselves into the whole idea of just being a parent. It's okay yeah, if you're yeah. meeting new people and be like, you know what? I'm still trying. I'm, I'm learning what I like now. I'm, I'm relearning what I like. That's Love a it. good topic opener. Like, oh, yeah. cool. What did you used to do? What did you do before? What what interests you now? Talking about your interests is already the first step of finding who you are. Yeah, yeah. And like, hell, just, you know, because certain li- uh, life changes take place doesn't mean that you should give up on any one thing. Because you're going to change, you know, and maybe you'll have less enthusiasm for, you know, hobbies or you're like, I tried it once and it's okay. Right. Or, I mean, it could even be a good topic for you to be like, what do you enjoy doing? Like, maybe I'll be interested in something that you're interested in. You know, it could be... Spelunking. (laughs) Playing uh, Plinko. What what is that? Uh, Mahjong? No, urban exploration when people like break into abandoned buildings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> or maybe like the the joys of parkour. Yeah, something dangerous gets the heart rate going. <laughs> right? Yeah, get get that cardio in. No, thank you. <laughs> Running from the police like the biggest thrill of your life because <laughs> you broke into that abandoned building. Oh my god! With your new friend Steve. <laughs> but no, it's. I, I feel like it's very refreshing for someone to come up and be like, hey, I'm really bad at these situations, but this is my name and this is why I'm here. You know, do you want to chat a bit? Yeah. Like, Would you I, like to talk human person? <laughs> I When I went to the to the event yesterday and I met those those two new people, you know, introduced myself and they, they knew each other already. So they were kind of talking. I was kind of there. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, every now and then I would engage in conversation when it was something all three of us could talk about. But I was also like, hey, just so you know, I'm a very anxious person. So I'm not going to know if you don't want me here unless you tell me it's okay that I'm here kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Just bridging the subject. And they were like, no, no, you are totally good. Like, we're glad to have you here. We're glad to talk with you. You know, mm-hmm. we just have like other things that we are talking about, but we're not meaning to exclude you at all. Yeah, I... You know what? I'm glad you bring that up because have you ever been the guest of someone where you're the new person and everyone already knows each other and and or has for some time and no oh. one makes any effort to put you in the conversation like and there's really no natural in for you Girl. aside from changing the whole topic and derailing the train going to hell? It is so hard. To go to a group or an event that already has an established connection and you're just the new piece. Like, yeah, yeah. Or even, like, if you're seen as a very temporary piece. Oh. And, like, that much more so people are just like, who? I feel like, I feel so bad for the people that, um, like, they start dating someone who's trash, you know? Like, they, they, this person has a new face every month or whatever, but sure. for some reason, they still have really good friends, and they bring you in, and they're just like, oh, you'll be gone next month. Like, how shitty does that feel? Yeah, yeah, or you make an effort to be nice, and no one else really is like, whatever. Can we just, as a, as a side lewd, because this is us talking about how to make friends, but for the people who already have them, can we just all promise, both those who have friends and those who don't, to not be an asshole? Right. Can we just make that promise to not be an, a dickhead on purpose? Like, it's okay to right. be an accidental dickhead, but once you're pointed out that you're being a dickhead to apologize and fix that behavior. Right. Or then just, like, catch seeing someone you already know and then totally acting like the person that you were with isn't with you. Oh. Like, totally forgetting about them. I'm like, you know what? That's a new la- level of assholery. That should be addressed. I feel like I'm the opposite. I see people I know in public and I'm like, let's go this way. Let's go this way. Yeah. And that's fine. Cause it's like, you don't need to like, if I see an old classmate, I'm like, if we haven't talked for this long, there's probably a reason why we shouldn't talk now. Bye. You know, Girl. so that part. Can I go on a little bit like of an offshoot? Please do. I encourage it. So my high school uh, class reunion, 10 year reunion is coming up. Yeesh. And I, and I <laughs> have a couple of friends from high school still. And yeah. we started talking kind of back in January going, we haven't heard of anything. You know, do anyone, does even anyone even know if the president knows they're the president? Like, they're supposed to be in charge of this? Yeah. Nothing. And then end of May, we get a group message from the class president being like, this is the date. Hope to see you there. Okay. <laughs> no. No, I won't see you there at all. <laughs> right. And and this made me not want to come even more. Even if I lived in town, I probably would make sure that I would leave that weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah, speaking of that kind of behavior, <laughs> have you ever had someone purposely be an ass and then say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just an awkward person. I'm sorry. No, I yeah, am that's not an awkward an person. Okay. Yeah, and there's like act- legitimately awkward and then there's being an asshole. Yeah, no, I, if anyone would have said that to me, I'd be like, I bet your parents are really disappointed in you then. No, or they're the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, god damn, how- I know. This is how introverts, and this is how, like, people get bad names, just in general. Right. When one shitty person does something, and it's like, it's across the board, but really, like, if someone says, oh, I'm just awkward, I'm just socially awkward, fuck you, no, you're not, you're just being a dickhead, and then you realize your joke right. fell flat. Right, or, you know, your bad behavior that got called out, you just like, want to look for a way to excuse it, because you never take accountability. <laughs> we have said it before, and we will say it again, and we will die on this hill, that even if you have a mental illness documented, it does not excuse bad behavior. That too. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> bad behavior is bad behavior, and if you don't stop it, if you don't actively work against it, then you are just an asshole. I'm pretty sure there's a whole uh, chapter in the Bible devoted to that, with those v- words verbatim. 
You know, it's funny how only some things of the Bible matter. <laughs> <That's> all of them. <coughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so pleased. We can end here. Goodbye, everyone. We <laughs> Goodbye. Can. We are not ending on an un- unrelated topic slightly. Oh, no. <laughs> No. Oh, you know what I just realized? What? Because this was this was my bad. I derailed it. When you brought up give give the people some tips and tricks for making <laughs> friends, and then I said something, and it was like moving on. <laughs> I mean, I did say like go to a fitness class, but that was about it. <laughs> I just love the fact that we think that we have good ideas. <laughs> Listen, I have fantastic ideas. It's just I don't really share them. <laughs> I'm such an introverted, like, my social awkwardness got real bad during COVID because I didn't leave yeah. my house. I didn't go out to social events for two years, which to an introvert was a dream. And then I went outside and I went, oh, this was bad. This was yeah. bad. <laughs> Sensory overload. The sun is burning my eyes. I, I look like I crawled out of a cave after I- like 10 years. <laughs> I forgot that all those years I've just been masking and now I haven't had to in two years and now I've forgotten how to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Good times. It's not been easy. It's such a weird time because I feel like even the people that were, you know, in their 20s that are now in their 40s couldn't give good advice because it's like COVID happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and you know, people don't really interact the way they used to. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like a weird thing to say and or kind of like a duh thing to say. But it's, and you know, I, I don't blame technology because we talked about how technology in many ways has increased people's ability to communicate and for the mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Um, especially, uh, you know, where let's say, what is that like, um, uh, assistive tech okay. gave people, you know, a means who maybe couldn't, uh, like, let's say if I work with uh, kids who are on the autism spectrum, and a lot mm. of them have communication devices. Oh, and yeah. while they may not be verbal, they fully understand, like, receptively, they're, you know, fabulous, and using their devices, they're fabulous. So, you know, like, in that respect, I think it's great. But then in so many ways, technology has just kind of, like, depersonalized you know, the human interaction and mm. people can become a keyboard warrior. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I love. I love those trolls. <laughs> no, I I know, like, I remember listening to a podcast years ago and they were talking about gaming and how it has changed because, you know, your gaming system used to be where you all sat down on the couch with your friends and you played the games together. Yeah. And and now you don't do that. You play your games online with strangers sometimes or friends or what have you. Yeah. And I don't suggest ever going into a lobby by yourself, like an online lobby by yourself. But I will say gaming, I feel like, still makes those connections for friendships because my husband and I play with um, another couple that we have made friends with in our lifetime And we all game together because we live in two different time zones. So it's the only time we can really talk. And I'm meeting people through them. Yeah. Yeah. Like branching out the network, if you will. Yeah. And so like there are times where we all get along, like get online and I'm like, hey, where are your guys' friends? Because they're really cool people. And like, I want to talk with them and hang with them more. And so in some instances, it still does what it was supposed to do originally, which was, you know, foster friendships and include people. Yeah. But I I think that's nice because it just goes to show that there are different communities, like different friendship circles that you have. Like, uh, let's say if you do play online games or if you have a sport or, you know, uh, art, crafting, whatever it may be, there's any and everything. You know, if you jam with other people, because I I had a bunch of musician friends and who played in bands of their own and, you know, it's a nice way to not only see them do their thing that they really enjoy, but also, you know, meet their circle of bandmates and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, that's like, how we talked about at the beginning of the episode is the best way to make adult friends is to go to a place that you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah, not Club Penguin or Habo (laughs) Hotel. No, my, uh, when we moved to our new town, actually, my husband and I were going around to different game stores to see 
you know, who had the best selection or whatever. We're really into Pokemon because we're nerds. Whatever. Pokemon will forever and always be number one in that respect. And that's another hill. It will. But so we went to a game store and really connected with these two guys that worked there. And my husband got one of their numbers or whatever. And so we've been meaning to text them to be like, hey, we finally moved into town. But we wanted to get the house put together more before we had anyone over. <laughs> but Yeah, no, that I understand because moving is a process. But yeah, I think I think friendships and meeting people can be a lot easier than what others make it out to be. I feel like we overcomplicate a lot of things in life. Yeah. And that if you can connect with somebody on one thing, you can probably connect with them on other things, especially if it's something you hold very close to your heart. Well, yeah, because if it's not the interest of a given topic, it's morals, values that tie people together. Yeah. That's where you make friends protests. (laughs) That's another way uh, added to the list. But I will say also quality over quantity. I think when people are much younger, they're more focused on being able to say like, oh, I have so many friends. I know so many people. But it's like, do you really, though? Do y'all talk at all? You know, it's like this weird transient property. It's weird. And even with people our age, I feel like it's like, oh, you and 12 of your girlfriends can go to this, like, weekend vacation on the beach. you have 12 friends. (laughs) I don't even know 12 people that aren't family. Right. (laughs) If I had had 12 friends, I'd be tired. That, yeah, that's a lot of... conversation to keep up with if i was allowed to have all of the people i hold very dear to me at at a at a one like at a reservation like that there would be six (laughs) does that include like family members like if you're close with your cousins for instance no that was just like friends like not okay friends friends. yeah 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 i'm not sure the exact amount but it could probably fit on two hands if we're just talking strictly friends because I'm real. I have a lot of cousins and I'm close with them as well. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm really lucky in that respect. Mm-hmm. So my cousins are also my booze, but uh, yeah, with friends definitely, and since childhood, yeah, always uh, quality over quantity. Yeah, it's we understand being psychology majors that there's a point in your life, quite literally, where your peers matter more to you than anything else in the world. Like, that's just a part of your developmental stage, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Once you get out of that, though, quality over quantity every fucking day. And yes. also, don't be one of those jackasses, though, that, like, has to <laughs> test your friends to make sure they're your real friends. Like Gross, gross. That, if you're doing that, then you're not the real friend, and you need to fuck off right right yeah like don't don't be weird be better yeah and i feel like there's just so many behaviors that people do that you're like that is really weird (laughs) and not good weird it's weird weird yeah yeah and if y'all are thinking about this then you know what we're talking about maybe you were the perpetrator of weird (laughs) behavior (laughs) and and maybe you learned maybe you learned but if you didn't Get it together. <laughs> no, I think I think the best thing, you know, for adults to do is if we are fucking adults then, which we should be, our, our brains are fully developed past 25. You have no excuse for your bad behavior except yourself. It's to just have more empathy for other people and to really think right. about where they're coming from. Because that's the best way I have ever made friends is to understand where they're coming from. Yeah, on top of yeah. if we have similar interests. Because, again, if you don't have similar interests, you're probably not going to be friends, and that's fine. It's not shallow. Yeah. But it, and it's two points there where, one, it's okay to have, you know, those similarities, but also be your own person. Because do you ever – have you ever been a part of or witnessed, like, the friend groups where they're, like, one collective entity? Like, an amoeba, you're like, this is a single-celled organism, and they, like, speak in the we or, you know, whatever, like – It's, you know, life is so fully enmeshed with their friends and what their friends think and what their friends want to do. Listen, don't come from my coven like that, S, okay? We are very loving and welcoming people. (laughs) Oh, no. You know what? I'm going to hang up the call now. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, when it gets weird. I do. I do. Yeah. It's like those couples that are like we instead of I. 
Ugh, the couples that have a shared Facebook account. <laughs> shared cell phone and a shared f- Facebook account. I'll do you one better. See, a shared cell phone to me is red flags because that is like controlling behavior and I don't yes, approve of that. It surely is. Um, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> and is. I was going to say something else, but um, oh, don't you don't have to agree with everything. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like people need to know that it's okay. And it's also okay if you drift apart over time. It doesn't yeah. mean you hate each other. You can still love each other a lot, but sometimes you grow apart for various reasons, and that's okay. Exactly. I mean, that's just, you know, we're all people and we all grow, and sometimes we come back and sometimes we don't. But if there was no hard feelings when it ended, then there's no hard feelings now. Like, I don't... Yeah, that's okay. Right. (laughs) Or the person who thinks that that there's a beef between y'all, but you're like, this is a one-sided beef because I am... What? When? (laughs) When did this become a beef? (laughs) It's always, it's, it reminds me of when I was in high school where someone was like, I love going to high school because I get to find out all the stupid shit I said over the weekend. It's like, when you really haven't said anything, it's like, I learn a new fact about me from other people every day. Oh my, that's a thing? Oh yeah, it's like, there is no drama coming from me, madam. It is all made up with you. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Y'all got that kind of time? (laughs) Ugh. In this Ugh. economy? <laughs> right? <laughs> Are they paying you overtime for all that? <sighs> no, I I feel like that's a good that that's a good wrap up of just like be yeah. yourself and but do push yourself for a community because we we do need community. We do need support structures, especially in these very trying times. We need our therapists mm-hmm. and we need our support structures. And so it is good and healthy to get out of your house and it's good and healthy to meet new people. And the easiest thing to do is just go to places that feel good to you and you'll find people there mm-hmm. that that place feels good to them. And boom, you have a connection. Instant vibes. <laughs> good vibes. Yes. Yeah. Very beautifully said. I feel like there's nothing else to add to that because that is the nutshell. And we may or may not make the Goblin Queef Instagram. <laughs> With that being said, we do have a Tumblr, though. Please come follow us on Tumblr, Office Goblin Podcast. We uh, we haven't posted much, but we will post more, I'm sure, eventually. Yes. But uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, share us to a friend, shout us into the universe that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do. And until next week, stay alive. Take care, everyone. <laughs>